Welcome. Welcome to Consumer's Doctor on the behalf of foremost organizations on personalized healthcare. This is Health Disclosure Healthy Pricing along with Health Solutions Advantage channel where we focus on how to get a personalized healthcare. Folks, I've been talking a lot about personalized healthcare, health review authority. Now the Democrats are in control. It's a Martin Luke Martin Luther King's birthday. I wish all of you Martin Luther King's birthday. My focus has always been individual freedom and healthcare, especially individual freedom. We don't want any handout, folks. Believe me, we don't want any handouts. We believe in human ingenuity and so-called individual freedom. We should be able to choose your our own doctors. We should be able to choose our facilities. We should be able to choose. This is what America has been all about. America has been an exceptional country when it comes to delivering any like a any aspect of you know in retail enterprise you name it america has been an exceptional country any human rights yes we are an exceptional we are blessed nation folks when i talk about health review authority you know i was i've been hearing a lot about the first few days of biden presidency he is going to sign so-called presidential, so-called, you know, he is going to have executive orders, series of executors. That's the way the democracy works, folks. Don't be disappointed. This is the way it always goes in cycles. That is good. That's a healthy thing for the country. And what I'm focusing on is how we're going to deliver the healthcare. That's my bottom line box, healthcare delivery in America. You know, now we have $27 trillion in debt. How are we going to pay for it? This is my, my dilemma. How we are going to pay for a healthcare when we have a debt of 27 trillion dollars and we are spending every year every year roughly 17.8 percent of the gdp which is bigger than the national defense budget folks and you're talking about almost roughly 3.7 trillion dollars every year it goes into the healthcare. where is that money going where is it? And we and we still rank 37th among the most advanced countries. 
that is simply not acceptable, folks. It's not, not So today, what I'll talk about is health review authority and how do you support impaired health support plans? How are we going to pay for it? I will give you a scenario. This is where the this is where Democrats have to really listen to this because it doesn't cost the government a penny. It doesn't cost a government a penny and it's a public-private partnership, folks. Public-private partnership. And the beauty is your focus on who needs the care most. So let's look into it. How are we going to pay for the Health Review Authority? Health Review Authority is a, it will, uh, should operate as a self-efficient, self-sufficient entity deriving operating funds from multiple membership and processing fees. There is a membership and a processing and a public-private partnership, folks. Impaired health support plans under the Health Review Authority Claims will be claims, these are the claims will be supported by commissions, tax deductions, so-called tax deduction losses, and charity donations coupled with state and federal subsidies. State and federal subsidy. If you want me to go into detail, let's look into it, folks. If you like the idea, how are we going to pay for this? Let's look into it further. If you're concerned, if you're concerned about government spending, you will want to know personalized health insurance will not bankrupt your state or the federal government. That is true. It will not bankrupt the federal or state government. If none of this bothers you, if none of this bothers you, you can forget about it. But the way we are spending in healthcare, we need to look into this, folks. If it doesn't bother the federal, you know, federal and state can go bankrupt with the way we are spending in healthcare, then this segment is not for you, folks. I'm addressing the people who have a so-called personally responsible and who wants this country to be great. These are the people who want, if they want to listen to this, let's keep on going. It is critical, it is very, it is critical to have a broad-based support for a personalized health insurance that the Health Review Authority and the impaired health support coverage be self-supporting. It's very important, folks. It is very important. With minimal annual financial drain on any state budget. It's very critical. Only with federal support, so-called, only with federal support, so-called, 
1332 waiver under Obamacare can personalize health insurance concepts be fully implemented under the it's a so-called waiver 1332 waiver under the Obamacare without federal subsidies without federal subsidies any state any state implementing personalized health insurance on its own can be financially protected with the limitations on how many lives may be accepted into subsidized impaired health support plans. With federal funding, there would be no limit with federal funding. So let's look into potential funding streams available for personalized health insurance folks. So so-called health review authority, as I said earlier, should be self-sufficient. The funds to the health review authority comes from number one, membership fees charged to the participating insurers. Participating insurers will have to pay membership fees. That's number one. And number two, processing fees charged to the contracting insurers based on time and expense required to review a qualified eligible group or a member applications. The time spent should be, it is a processing fee billed to the insurer. Every time they deny the application, it comes to the Health Review Authority. So there is time spent by the Health Review Authority and the insurer will have to bear the cost. Health Review Authority can refund in whole or in part, fees paid by the insurers. If the insurers or if the applicant is determined to be truly uninsurable, that money will be refunded to the insurer. So that way it is not going to go to waste. And number three, processing fee charged to contracting insurers based upon the time and expense required to review qualified eligible individual application. This is individual application, folks. Again, the same scenario, Health Review Authority can refund in whole or in part paid by the insurers if the applicant is determined to be truly uninsurable, that money will be refunded to the insurers. And number four, processing fee paid by qualifying eligible group members who directly request to review by the Health Review Authority. The Health Review Authority can refund again, can refund in whole or in part fees paid by the qualified individuals or members if the applicant is determined to be truly uninsurable, they will be refunded. 
And number five, processing fees to be paid by qualified individuals who directly request a review by the Health Review Authority. Health Review Authority. The Health Review Authority can refund, can refund in whole or in part paid by the qualified individuals if the applicant is determined to be uninsurable. Yes, that money will be refunded if that to the individual. And number six, authority is authority is authorized to request a state and federal funding, state and federal funding for initial organization and operation expenses of the health review authority. So health review authority can authorize to request state and federal funding. They can request. And number seven, health review authority is authorized to seek federal and private grants to support the establishment or operations of the Health Review Authority under the Impaired Health Support Coverage. Under the Impaired Health Support Coverage. Number eight, other revenue opportunities as approved by the Health Review Authority Governing Board, folks. These are the eight sources of revenue streaming into the Health Review Authority. It doesn't cost a government a penny other than Health Review Authority requesting for some subsidies. Then let's look into it, the claims. As I, I was talking about claims, you know, in well category, claims are only 12%. And at risk category, the claims are 15% actually 20% at, at risk. And chronic illness ca category is whopping 48% folks. There are only 15% of the population have chronic illness, but their claims are almost whopping 48. You're talking about half of the claims are coming from people with chronic illnesses. And catastrophic, the claims are again only 12%. So this is where our focus. How are we going to pay for the claims? If the person to, to be truly uninsurable, how are we going to pay the claim? Because once the person is truly uninsurable, Health Review Authority will take control and it will pay the claims to the insurers. So the insurers have no longer responsibility have no longer have the responsibility to take care of the truly uninsurable. Yes, they have no longer, insurers are not be responsible. If they are truly uninsurable, Health Review Authority will address and try to pay the claims if they are uninsurable. So how are we going to fund the claims for the impaired health support plans? Impaired health support plans will be partially funded from uninsured individuals, 
uninsured individuals who lose part or all of their federal and state income tax exemptions. So they can, state and federal agencies can collect more revenue if people are uninsured. So they are, they will lose the exemption, folks. These, there's the revenue generated from people with no insurance because they lose the federal and state exemptions. And that is the, that, that reinforces the point when a person choose to not to buy insurance, he will lose and his family will lose all the exemptions. That will make it not mandatory, but they persons have to, people have to decide if you don't have the insurance coverage, you lose all those exemptions. There's a revenue generated from those exemption folks, federal and state. Those exemptions funds, those, re those revenue, all that revenue should go to the impaired, supporting the impaired health support plan claims. In addition, State Department uh, State Department of Revenue and the IRS will calculate increased income tax returns showing loss of exemptions. In addition to that, all premiums, all premiums paid by the covered lives shall be used solely for the administration and payment claims under the impaired health support plans. So this is how we're going to pay the impaired health support plans. Number one, all premiums paid by the covered lives shall be used solely for the administration and payment of claims under the impaired health support plans. And number two, commissions will be paid by the participating insurers of at least 4% on an individual policies placed with impaired health support plan or state health exchange, folks, state health exchange. The insurer or administrator will be under no contractual obligation to compensate another agent, another agent, broker, or a third party for the placements made through health review authority, folks, made through health. So they don't need to pay commissions to the brokers and third party individuals. And number three, health review authority will be, shall be compensated with a commission of at least 2% of the premiums paid for group members placed with impaired health support plan. 2% comes from the group members. The insurer will be under no contractual obligation to compensate another agent, broker, or third party for the sale of the policy made through health review authority. I hope you're getting it. So they don't have to pay these commissions again Insurers don't have to pay any income, but as long as the health review authority 
Otherwise, so there's no reason to pay commissions because health review authority responsibility. So there's no reason to pay commissions to any broker. And number four, subsequent to the acceptance of qualifying eligible group member or qualifying eligible individual for health insurance policy will be considered as a home office account, as a home office account. Health review authority shall not have any further obligations to the member or individual for a policy maintenance or claims support. They have no obligations. Health review has no obligations for policy maintenance or claim support. And number five, impaired health support coverage shall be, impaired health support coverage shall be authorized to receive donations or gifts from individuals or private organizations, foundations and other sources and shall be authorized to receive state funds or any federal funds which may become available. Any funds received as donations or gifts shall be deemed as trust funds to be held and applied solely for the purposes of financially supporting the administrative costs of the health review authority and, and or claims cost of the impaired health support plans, impaired health support plans. And number six, impaired health support coverage is authorized to receive directed funds from the third parties, from the third parties into HSA for specific individuals, folks if such an account is properly established by the individual. That's another source of revenue for the impaired health support plans. And number seven, impaired health support coverage tax credit, totaling 10 million per year per state for 10 years is authorized for operations and payment of benefits under the impaired health support plans, folks. This is under the impaired health support coverage. And number eight, the state general assembly shall authorize up to 10 million per year for operations and payment of benefits under the impaired health support coverage. So this is how it works, folks. So this will cost, this will limit the exposure of the states and will also limit the exposure to the federal government. So it is an ideal way of handling so-called personalized healthcare. And the claims, the beauty about this health review authority they will be focusing mostly on people on chronic illness category and at-risk category. Their goal is to, and here, P 
people have chronic illness, they're the one who need the most attention. With the technology folks, we can control the cost. With the telehealth, telemedicine, AI, you name it, and 5G technology is going to rapidly revolutionize the healthcare delivery folks. There is no doubt. And we can contain the cost and even the payments. As they receive the care, payments, there's no reason to spend you know, to mid-level agencies and mid-level billing companies, it's no surprise medical bills, no managed care organizer. These are this is where the this is where the money is being wasted in the mid-level companies like managed care organizations. And <laughs> I'm sorry to say so-called this Molina you scan, they are supposed to be providing the care for the indigent population. You know what? It is... <laughs> people in the Molina hand scan enriching themselves rather than focusing and delivering the care. That is a sad part of it. All this so-called mid-level managed care, especially for indigent population, these mid-level managed care organizations are enriching. And some of these healthcare professionals taking these full-risk contracts from Medicare, Medi-Cal, enriching themselves by denying the services, denying the claims, denying. Why can't consumers be in the front line, let them choose. As long as you give them the proper tools, as long as you give, incentivize the individuals. Consumers are smart enough. When it comes to saving money, folks, nobody can beat the consumers. Consumers will demand transparency, demand affordable, and demand, believe me, Consumers are the only force, only force we can lower the cost, folks. There's nobody. There's nobody. Put it in the hands of the consumer. That's the beauty of consumer-driven healthcare, customer-driven healthcare, so-called personalized healthcare. Get rid of all this mid-level. Stop Medicare spending money on mid-level. Give that money to the Medicare seniors. Let them choose the plan, what they want to buy. Let them choose. Give that $1,200 to the seniors. They can get the better premium at a lower cost and save a portion. See, now, you know, people are not getting, you know, Medicare is going to be insolvent and seniors are suffering from because they... The payments, social security payments are so low. By doing this, you're, you're basically, the funds, whatever you're giving, the $1,200, let them have a personal care health accounts. So they can choose the plan. They can choose. Let the consumers be in the driver's seat to buy the health coverage. Don't dictate from the top down. Let's 
bring it from bottom up folks this is what we need to focus on people who need the care most nobody's nobody can tell what americans want americans know what they want they want best care at affordable price and affordable costs without any surprise medical billing folks we are spending so much money on billing 9000 billing companies all the billing companies are making money folks how can you swindle this money on billing companies when you can invest in the same all that into the consumers that's what i want that's what i would like to see it happen i hope i'm getting my point folks americans are smart enough to take care of their health don't tell me you know americans are smarter than what you know what you know so far they have been you know making it so complicated the healthcare healthcare is not complicated you just have to give the tools what the consumers want folks thank you for listening for being so patient if you do like this subscribe share and make some comments i'd love to reply to your comments thank you again for listening this is consumers doctor on the behalf of foremost organization salute goodbye